Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Marla Martinson. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been with me before, so glad to have you back. Um, It seems like lately we've been talking a lot about healing, breakups, divorce. And I have a, a great guest today to talk about taking the high road and divorcing with compassion. Um, a lot of people have broken up since this pandemic. A lot of things are going on in the world. It seems like the energies are super uh, potent and wonky even. Um, just I, I know so many people. It's interesting because I know a lot of people who are uh, breaking up, getting a divorce, and then a lot of people as a matchmaker, there's a whole list of people in my database that um, – I, not that I've uh, matched up, but I found out that, you know, they're not available because they're engaged, they're getting married, they're having a baby. I mean, I've got a whole list, um, plus ones that I've matched up. So it's, all, it's always an ebb and flow, right? So that's how life is. But, um, of course, my job is to help people find their soulmates. But, hey, it doesn't always uh, last a lifetime. And if that happens when we break up, when we split when we decide to to do that divorce we want to try to make it as least painful as possible and have compassion and um, be able to heal and move forward so my guest today is Andy Heller he has written an amazing book called take the high road divorce with compassion for yourself and your family and Andy Heller teaches real estate investing to new and seasoned investors so he's a He's a businessman, but he wrote this book. So he um, uh, teaches around to people around the country, runs a successful international freight forwarding company. Also, he's born in Canada, and he emigrated to the United States as a child, and he graduated from the University of Florida with a Bachelor of Science, double majoring in finance and marketing. He co-authored two real estate investing books, he didn't have any intention of writing another book, but after his own divorce, he saw a crucial role in the self-help space for men and women that are navigating through divorce. So this book is really his give back effort to make the process easier for those who are considering getting a divorce or who are already on the divorce path. So I'm going to bring Andy on and welcome, welcome Andy. Thanks for being on the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. Marla, it's a pleasure to be your guest and to speak to your audience. And um, I'm, my, my sleeves are rolled up, and let's have a great discussion. All right. Those sleeves are I'm rolling up mine, too. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so t- <laughs> I would love to start with, with uh, your story. Um, 
you know, what happened and how did you decide you're here, you're a businessman and now you're helping people through this book. And sometimes you said, if somebody needs help, you'll do some, some counseling or coaching with them. But how did you, you know, get into this? What happened? Sure. I'll give my, I'll give my story in just a couple minutes so we can allow most of our time here for questions. But my story is really actually why I wrote this book. So I'm a, I'm a successful businessman and I've run a number of businesses over the course of many years. And, um, so, and I consider myself Marla to be a very reasonable compromise oriented guy. So I'm going through my divorce and I'm reading a bunch of books myself and my co-parent counselor that my ex, my wife at the time where I were seeing, she said, you know, you guys are dealing with a lot of stress. You should check in with a therapist. And I said, you know, it couldn't hurt. And she gave me his name, this amazing therapist who done a lot of work with divorced men. And I went to see her. And con- during this whole time, I'm continuing to read. And um, I also, when I get stressed, I just take notes. So I'm, I'm, the whole time I'm going through my divorce, I'm just writing stuff down. It's a stress release. So countless mm-hmm. times I would go into her office. Something would happen, Marla, and I'd say, okay, this is what happened. But I thought it through, and here's what I'm going to do. And she would she allow me to speak in the whole therapeutic way. She said, well, you know, Andy, that's great. That's, I really appreciate this. Is, you've, you put a lot of thought into it, but you're not going to do what you think. You're going to do the opposite, and here's why. <laughs> and I would sit and listen, Marla, how so many times what I had planned to do, which thought it was reasonable in my head, and I watched the advice come out of her mouth, and I'm like, oh, my God, I get it. This, this, and I was I – was, just floored by how many times my gut instincts were wrong. And I looked at all these other books I'd read, and there was a gap. And I looked at my notes. I'm like, I think I can help and, and, and fill this gap. And what I, so what I mean by that is, you know, there, there are some many, many good books that are out there. But m- many people going through divorce, they, they don't have time to read 10, 20 books. Some of them don't have the time to, to reach out to a therapist. So they need like a one-stop shop kind of roadmap of best practices where you guys can land in a good, healthy place as fast as possible, get there where not only you're in a good place, but you want your spouse, your former spouse to land there also, and most importantly, your children. And since our gut instincts are not always correct, we need a guide. So my book is basically offers 46 principles and, and strategies for getting there. The last thing I'll say to you is that I am a businessman. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a divorce attorney. And some of these great books that I read, they were from a, a very specific angle. So what I did was I did a lot of research. I interviewed countless divorcees who had landed in good spots. I interviewed co-parent counselors. I interviewed divorce attorneys. I interviewed children's therapists, individual therapists. So what I did was I... I organize all of the answers and lessons I learned into a one-stop shop, I guess, roadmap for getting through the process. And there is not a book like mine. And, you know, even though it's just shortly out, I'm really proud of the feedback from the therapeutic community that says this is something special and can help a lot of people. So that's my story. That's why I wrote it. Um, This is not my career. I'm not dependent upon this. So, but I do want the book mm-hmm. to be successful. I want the book to help as many people as possible. Yeah, that that is amazing. And how how uh, long ago did you go through your divorce? 
My divorce was, uh, in, uh, it was signed in 2014. It began in 2013. So we got mm-hmm. it done fairly quickly. It took about a year from the, side, the mm-hmm. time we made our decision to when we actually put our pen on, um, on a divorce uh, MSA, marriage separation agreement. Yeah. So, um, so, so let's, well, we'll talk about, I'd like to talk about avoiding common mistakes that people often make, you know, when they're navigating their, their divorce. Some people use uh, a lawyer or attorney. Some people don't. Um, people kept telling me because I'm going through a divorce, which I can't even believe. Um, Mm-hmm. And they'll say, "Oh, you got to get an attorney. You got to." And I'm like, "No, we don't. We really don't. We it's and it's been fine. We didn't need one. We don't. But there's no children. Um, yeah. But what are some com- common mistakes that you've found that people often make? Well, the number one mistake, which is to be fair to people, Marla, is it's unavoidable. Um, emotion gets the better of us, and our judgment mm, is, is yeah. impacted and impaired, and we don't recognize that. So one of the one of the, the action steps we talk about in my book is get a pen out, and per, this is particularly important if you are getting divorced with younger children, because you're going to have a connection with your spouse probably for the rest of your life, but an intense c- connection until these kids get out of the house, and write down okay. the two or three goals that you have and compromise everywhere else. And going through this process is going to, is going to be very healthy because you'll identify, okay, what do I want? What are, and, and that list cannot be more than three things. And if you do mm-hmm. work with an attorney, hand your attorney this list is going to help the attorney do his or her job. And that in turn should save you potentially tens of thousands of dollars. The lack of focus is one of the biggest challenges in the in the negotiation phase. Um, this is ten, oftentimes lengthens the process, increases the stress, and increases the cost to the couple. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. But streamlining it to two or three action steps, and then com- um, compromise everyone else. And you're talking about the emotions. It is. Sometimes I'll, I'll think, you know, I, oh, I'm feeling better. I'm so strong. And then I end up crying all day or, or you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in yoga or, or I'll go into, a, a, I think when we spoke before, you know, when we were getting to know each other a little bit, I, I might have mentioned this, but, you know, like even smells remind, remind us of things. So if I go into a Target, if I go into a Home Depot, if I go into a TJ Maxx, a Ross, a mall, mm-hmm. a, um, there's so many places those smell, the smell in that place reminds me of when I used to go with my husband and I'm just yeah. a, a disaster and I'll just be sobbing. <laughs> and, and so, um, yeah, and it's like, can you really avoid all those places? You know, you're going to need to go, or even the grocery store. That was our thing. We went every week to the grocery store together. And everywhere smells the same. The mall, they all have one of those Cinnabon places that reminds you that, they, you know, they all have the same thing that's going to trigger. So do you have any, did you go through that, the triggers? Do you have any tips on, on triggers? Oh, my God, yeah. And I'll give you one of the most amazing triggers. And just to be really clear, this book is not about me. Most of the content is, comes from interviews that I did of others. But this next step right. or trigger, I learned this by, looking, by, by observing myself. So if you can imagine, Marla, so my, my children were younger. And when you go from one household to two, um, you've got to get a, a household 
that is adequate for your children and you to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So when you're married, let's say you have two kids, you've got yourself a three or four bedroom house and it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. full of hustle and bustle and there, there are things going on and it's exciting. But when you're divorced, you've got to get a house or apartment where everybody can be comfortable and it, 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 that home is adequate when the children are with you, but when they're not with you, it's quite depressing. Mm-hmm. And the trigger for mm-hmm. me was walking through my house without mm-hmm. my children, walking by their rooms and nobody's there. It was so oh, dark. Yeah. Quiet. And I'm not a person who's inclined to suffer from depression. And I got pretty mm-hmm. darn sad. This was, this was, this was the biggest trigger of many triggers that I dealt with in my own divorce was recognizing how I called this one of the chapters in my book is called light switch living. And it's like, Mm. there's no dimmer. It's on or it's off. It's hustle and bustle. It's quiet like a morgue. Um, You got to get a ton of work done when the kids are not with you in your job. But when your kids are with you, 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 you've got to cut your work day short so you can be a parent. So it's like you live life at extremes without that mid midpoint. So I'll give you a great example. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, a, a mom, she's a hard worker. She's got a job. She's got her kids, big project at work. And she calls her husband and says, hey, can you feed the kids today? Because I can't get home. She's not worried about missing out on the kid time because she's got six more days that yeah. week. But in the divorce yeah. world, that whole simple issue of that project from work plays out completely different. She might not be able to do that because the kids are with her, but she's still got to get her work yeah. done because her job's important and she's getting all stressed out. So these are the types of things mm-hmm. that actually recognizing this and preparing for it is probably the best way. Um, and I was completely floored. Nobody pulled me aside and said, you need to be prepared for the emotional extremes of having two completely different types of lives based on when your kids are with mm-hmm. you and when you're not. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And how old are your kids now? Well, now my uh, my daughter is 17 going on 25. <laughs> my son uh-huh. is 15, and he just basically announced that he knows everything and he can't learn anything. So it's a very oh, different yeah. world I'm in today. <laughs> so at least I know oh, that gosh. that stage will pass in a couple of years. But when we got divorced, right. Marlo, they were much younger, and they needed me, and I needed yeah. them. Um, so yeah. the, 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 the extremes of, of, uh, of how my life was when the kids were with me and were, were, were not with me was a, probably one of my top two or three challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and did you have family pets did you, that you had to bring back and forth or did, did you have that in there? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny. Yeah. We have a three and a half pound Yorkie Chihuahua, um, who's called oh. Bear that was part of our custodial shape. So we had two, two, two uh-huh. kids, uh, two kids, a bag of medicines, a hockey bag, and a, one, a three and a half pound Yorkie. Uh huh. They had to be transported back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's cute. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, the, and then you know we're talking about emotions, which which has been so hard for me. I've it's been, I mean, over a year, and I I just it's the hardest thing, and I've never been. Um, 
one for depression either, but I've been very depressed and just trying to mm-hmm. get out of that because after a long marriage, it's, you, you get into this routine, even if there's a lot of dysfunction, it's, you're used to it, right? So how yeah, for uh, sure. in your book, how, yeah, how do you, um, what are some of the things that you talk about how, how you can manage emotions while making the best choices for you and, you know, and your family? Well, uh, one of my, I mentioned earlier is um, recognizing that, that, we're all human and getting yourself a therapist who, whose job is to help you with the emotional swings you're about to go through and don't try to do this mm-hmm. on your own. That's the, that's the first thing. Um, one of the chapters is a really interesting chapter and it was a really fun one to, to write. Um, it was about being kind to yourself. So um, mm-hmm. writing down and putting down on paper some things that you might want to do to help you um, stay emotionally balanced and puts, inject some fun into your life. Uh, you know, join in a gym, uh, um, join a, a softball team, um, a book club, yeah. some things. Take a vacation with your favorite girlfriend, your favorite uh, 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 male buddy, um, and put things into your life that are specifically designed to give you pleasure. Because one of the things about divorce is – if you're if you are an involved parent, you care about your children, you're going to recognize the challenge your kids are going through, and you're going to have a lot of your energies focused on making this landing as easy as possible for them, and that's that's absolutely mm-hmm. the right thing to do. But the healthier yeah. you are, the easier it's going to be for you to be be there for your children, and recognizing the fact that you have gone through a pretty challenging time and you've got some needs yourself like the, the need to inject some fun, the need to manage your own emotional swings, that's going to help you also be a better parent. So many people, what I found in the, the interviews, the person they neglected was themselves. They were right. focused on their kids. They were, some of them were even trying to do the right thing for their former uh, uh, spouse, but they didn't consider their own needs. And as a result, they hit a wall at some point. So recognizing this, during the process and making sure you, um, you inject some fun in your life and some things that are different that are not the routines like you just spoke of that remind yourself of, um, of your former partner. Maybe you go to a different mall for your shopping. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these are things that are really helpful and recognizing you need to put these things in your lives, uh, in your life. That would be really helpful. Yeah. I I um I t- was talking to a friend the other day because I'd had this is not my first divorce I had another one in my 30s and and I used to when I'd go to the store and I'd see the yogurt that I used to buy for for him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh I won't be buying that yogurt for him anymore and I would cry you know it, or it, it's oh. so there's so much out there but but I think but of course you know after a couple months with that one that it it does it will change it's not going to be that way forever um and we just have to remember that and yes like just doing something crazy go into a water park by yourself or act like a kid again go on some swings do something you know go to disneyland or whatever i yeah i like to do stuff where i feel like a kid and even if i go by myself it's like all right i'm gonna have this adventure i went to mount shasta went on a retreat 
Um, it's the more, more, more things, different things that we can do. Um, I think also learning a new language, just some crazy language that you wouldn't have thought, learn Japanese or, or Russian or something, and I bet you takes a lot of practice and brain power and watching other things, and um, I think that's a, that's a really good distraction. And then you're listening to that kind of music, and, and so that's my tip. <laughs> yeah, and I can actually give you um, yeah. a, a run off that, that suggestion and give you a, a similar suggestion that actually fulfills a need. One of the things okay. you, you'll need to do, um, is take inventory of which functions um, your spouse did really well in your household. So I found in most households, one spouse will own or dominate a certain function. So uh, um, um, the, uh, John cooked most of the meals and Mary, Mary managed the household finances. Um, Mary managed the kids' schedules. All right. So mm-hmm. not that they, the others didn't cook or didn't do, didn't look at the books, but one, one, one of the two was better at it and kind of owned yeah. that space in a household. So when you split up, you've got to assess what things that your, your, your former spouse did really well, and you've got to achieve some level of competency. So for the guy who's not really good at finances and deferred that to his wife, his partner, you know, take a financial course. Okay, and because mm-hmm. you're going to need to yeah. balance that budget to to the, mm-hmm. um, the 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 husband who didn't do any cooking. All right, the wife was a super cook. All right, then take a cooking course because you're going to need to cook for your kids. You don't want to be mac and cheese dad. All right, you want to cook these kids yeah. healthy yeah. meals. So this can also fulfill what you were saying. Um, it can be that course that that uh, that um activity one of one of those activities that um can keep you busy but it's also mm-hmm. helping bring the stress down because you're acquiring a competency that you don't have right now and you're going to need to have when you're running a household by yourself that's a great idea that is awesome like I should learn more about how to maintain my computer or or you know <laughs> I'm still not going to you know the car thing I still need I always I always depend on a man, but I have an uncle, I have you know cousins, I have friends, <laughs> guy friends that I could right. ask. You know, I don't want to get ripped off on this by a mechanic. Help me, or you know, but um, there are the, the men are they. You've got you men have a lot of skills. I tell you, when I need a light switch changed to a dimmer, I need so what's going on. Help me find a roofer. Get me. <laughs> I I uh, <laughs> but there's so many. We all have, can f- find that tribe of, of the opposite sex or somebody with, with skills you don't have to, to uh, if we really can't, can't learn it, right? So, so I right, really right. depend in, on that. In my, in my world, um, my ex-wife was a spectacular homemaker, and um, mm. I recognized I needed to achieve a certain competency, and there were two key areas. One was yeah. um, cooking, and my children were on a, had some dietary restrictions, which made learning how to cook at that time, even more challenging. I got out some books, rolled up my sleeves, yep. and I, I, I screwed up a lot of meals to arrive at a point where I was competent in the kitchen. Um, so, yep. And the other was, um, you, know, uh, you know, you talk about some stereotypes about uh, men are good at certain things. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we do live in a, a time, Marla, where there still are some of these stereotypes. And I oh, yeah. put a, uh, this is a this is a really powerful story I'm going to tell you I'll be really quick with this. So my first mm-hmm. you know, we had we alternated children's birthdays. And very soon after splitting up, we weren't even divorced yet, I was hosting my 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 daughter's birthday uh, and she wanted mm-hmm. a sleepover. So I 
correctly assumed that some people would have trouble because they didn't really know me. We had just moved to a new community. So here's this guy that nobody yeah. knows. And right. uh, and who's going to allow their daughter to be there by themselves? So I made the I made the a very strategic move of inviting lots of parents. Only four kids came, and ironically, mm-hmm. three were di- from three were daughters of divorced dads, and one was a daughter of a dad whose uh, spouse had passed away. Every other mm. parent said no. So what I did after that, I used. My my competency my, my my learning to cook, and I began every Friday night. The kids were with me to invite a family from school that is with with a friend of one of the children to my home for dinner. A chance mm. to get to know me, to see that I'm parenting. It's a safe environment to meet this guy Andy. Okay, and 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 my my goal was to have them get to know me and and be comfortable to have their children alone with me. It was a 1,000% success. But again, this came at the expense of a lot of effort and recognizing what I wasn't good at and an important need. So this is a a bias that some divorced men uh, 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 will experience, and we're not Mm -hmm. yet there as a society where it's a non-issue. So recognizing this Mm -hmm. and making some effort to go out to the community mm-hmm. and allow them to get to know you and feel comfortable, that's the best solution. Um, so, and again, oh, these sure. are very unique problems that divorce divorce couples have to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and okay, now I was so wrapped up in your story. I was, <laughs> oh, so I <laughs> wanted to ask you too. Did you have any? Did you talk to anybody about? A lot of people will stay in a marriage because of the kids, and they're arguing, they're screaming. It's very dysfunctional. Um, uh, my take would be: a lot of people say, "Well, it's healthier to get a divorce because they, then the kids aren't going to be in that chaos, even if it's going to be stressful to break up." Um, what did you find in that? Arena yeah, there. A, a lot of research went into this, but it, but this was a slam dunk. It, generally, in the therapeutic okay. community, the consensus is very very clear. If your marriage is 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 not uh, uh, repairable, and the children and you have an unhealthy environment, um, it's better to split up and to move on, um, so the children can grow up in two different households, but are healthy. But, yeah, because the, mm-hmm. the children are like sponges, everybody. And whatever you yeah. do, both conscientious parenting and unconscious parenting, goes into their wiring. So it's very important mm-hmm. for you to model a healthy relationship. And if you're not able to do that, it's better to be apart. Because if your kids grow up in a household where all the experience is fighting, that's what they uh, are accustomed to as being normal. And you don't want that to happen. So if you've yeah. exhausted all efforts to repair the marriage and it's not going to happen and you're not able to have a, a comfortable living environment where you're not arguing, then, then yes, the therapeutic community, uh, uh, the council is very clear. It's better mm-hmm. at that point to split up and get the kids in separate households. Yeah, yeah, because then they're going to they're gonna pick the partners that it's going to be dysfunctional. They will model what they see, yeah. arguing is normal or... Uh, yeah, calling each other names yep. is normal. And, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, all right. What was I going to say? Um, so, okay, yes, your book. So what, um, 
what what do divorcees need to know that no other divorce books provide? What what do you feel that um, you know that what your your book? What's a little bit different there that no other books provide in the divorce um, arena? Sure. So. My book does not just deal with the divorce process. It also deals with communication after. So if you have somebody uh, listen to the podcast and they're a year past the divorce being signed, but they're having communication challenges, my book will also help mm. you there. So what my book does, as I said earlier, there are 46 strategies. So they're divided into um, issues you're dealing with in the process of getting your divorce signed. Okay, so there's, for example, some negotiation okay. tips if you are having trouble getting the deal signed. Um, then once mm-hmm. it's signed, um, then there's a whole uh, section of tips and strategies on co-parenting. Then there's uh, tips and strategies on communication challenges with, um, with your, your former spouse. And then, of, then the final uh, a section is things you can do for yourself and things that you need to do for your new environment. So as you read through the book of the 46 strategies, I would guess that anywhere from 20 to 30 would apply to each and every one of your listeners, uh, Marla. So Mm -hmm. the one Mm -hmm. thing about me personally is when I'm stressed, I don't sleep a lot. So I had the privilege of, of, I couldn't sleep. My marriage is crumbling. I, at that time I had a new business. Um, I read a lot. I read vociferously of so many divorce books and I'm a big believer that, even the worst book, if you can get one tip, it's worth, it's worth a, a three-hour read. But most people don't have mm-hmm. that kind of time. So you need kind of a one-stop shop roadmap. And one of the most, power, uh, one of the most uh, things that I'm so proud of, there's another author of a divorce book, and she read my book and said, I'd, I'd like to write your foreword. I've not read a book mm-hmm. like yours. And she wrote my foreword, and it was her words saying that this Andy Heller's book is the roadmap um, remember the days when you didn't have a GPS when you're lost. This is the roadmap mm-hmm. to get you to where you need to go. So I think what my, where my book differs is that it's, it's probably a three-hour read. Um, my recommendation, mm-hmm. go through it with a yellow highlighter because some of these tips and strategies may be things you don't, you're not dealing with today, but six months later you will yeah. be. And you can go right back yeah. to it and say, okay, um, now I know how to deal with this situation when it it happens because I've already got the tips from Andy, so I'm ready for it. Mm, I love it. It's just like a little encyclopedia there. You can keep it by your bedside, pick it up, read some every night, grab it, whatever you're going through. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I guess the last yeah. thing that we talked about uh-huh. earlier is, is that yeah. my perspective is not aligned with a certain camp. I'm not a therapist trying to push yeah. people to therapy. I'm not a divorce right. attorney that has, a divorce attorney's perspective or a co-parent counselor. I'm a, a businessman who went through his own divorce. My role in putting mm-hmm. this together is to interview and collect the insight from experts and simply to organize it into a manual for those that are going through the process. And so I'm not, I, I, I think I've been able to keep there be very objective because I'm not a professional in the divorce space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So your everybody, um, Andy's uh, links are linked up back at the show notes. But just uh, let everybody know where they can find find the book and find you. Sure, my book's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target dot com. Uh, it's Take the High Road: Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. 
my contact information is available there, so you guys can reach out to me. Um, if you write down this down fast, it's Andy at TakeTheHighRoadDivorce.com, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear uh, if my book was helpful for you. And the last thing I would say to all of your listeners is, and I talk about this in my book, uh, Marla, divorce is a marathon and not a sprint. You may not get everything you want mm, today. Yeah. Um, the, the, the life, your life may not be like you want it the first month after a divorce, but you'll get there. Yeah. And books like yeah. mine are designed to hopefully get you there faster and healthier um, and also cheaper. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for all of your wisdom and sharing and um, for being a guest on the show. I appreciate it. Have a beautiful day. Mar- and um, thanks, every. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say thank you, Marla, for having me. And I, I, oh, I love your format. Okay. And I um, um, hope, hope the audience really appreciates it. I'm sure they do. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.